Welcome to the She Runs It podcast, where we help women succeed in business and life. I'm Nicole DeBoom. And I'm Sarah Ratcliffe. We're two successful entrepreneurs who own and run multiple seven-figure businesses. We came together when Nicole wanted to sell her business, Skirt Sports. Through the acquisition process, we genuinely connected, and then we quickly realized the power of combining our business talents, and together, we make the perfect team. Nicole's an amazing visionary, a community builder, and she excels at creating successful business models. If you're ready to start and conceptualize a business, Nicole is here for you. And Sarah is an amazing strategist who kicks ass in massive revenue growth and building successful systems. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, Sarah will help you do that and more. We believe that business is fun and empowering, and we're on a mission to inspire, connect, and advocate for other women just like you to succeed in business and life. Now let's get started. Let's do this, Sarah. Let's do it, Nicole. We're talking about what today? We're talking about downtime. We're talking about Ah. When you need a break, wait, are you breathing right now? Hold on. Take breath, breath in, let it out. <sighs> are you crying yet? Did, did all the emotions no. well up? <laughs> I only do that in yoga. Every time I do yoga, I cry. You know, when they say like, namaste, the, the something in me honors the whatever in you, I go, oh my God, I love this happens. Um, Sarah, I have had various yoga sessions over the past like 10 years where I was weeping. I had no idea when I entered yoga that day. Do you know what somebody told me about yoga is that, that, you know, sometimes you finish your class and you're like, I don't even know what that did for me. And somebody, I, I was saying that one time in the locker room and this woman goes, Nicole, you get what you're supposed to get each time you come you got what you're supposed to get today. And I'm like, ah, oh, she's right. So I think the, the thing that like we're coming to talk about today is something that we often don't realize we need until it's too late. And that is yeah. downtime or rest or recovery or whatever you want to call it, whether it's in training, your personal life yeah. or your career. And you know, we talk about it a lot actually in Zuma uh, and have even created programming now to focus on recovery and cross training and strength training because, right, like, especially as a runner, you're like, oh, cool, I'm just going to go outside and run today. Like, it's so easy to do that. But then you don't take the time to recover and rest and do all of the things. So there's that quote that says, um, when you get tired, learn to rest, not to quit. I probably didn't say it exactly right, but like it, that's always so, you know, um, eye opening to me is this idea of resting, you know, because there's not a real, how do you, um, how do you say, okay, well, I need a 30 second rest. I need a day rest. I, I mean, you're, you know, you've made a major change. What, how long of a rest do you need, you know, from one, um, you know, business model to the next, uh, it's, it's not defined. Right. And how do you know what actual rest and downtime you need? Well, here's, I I think here's part of the trick for us and for everyone listening, because we are go getting badass women, right? 
is that we have been trained to be productive in our lives. And that usually means being busy. And it's another thing that I'm going to take from the sporting world is that when you realize you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. You missed your window. So whether, you know, even in business, when you realize you're burned out, you are so far gone. So how can we help you plan in this thing called rest that most of us do not see as productive? Oh my God. We see it as lazy. Right. Right. A waste of time, whatever. Um, how do we help you plan that in and validate it and feel good about doing it? Right. So how do we do that? (laughs) How do we do that? Well, and it's so hard because it's individual for each, um, for each person. Right. So my rest or my downtime might look, um, very different for yours. So I am naturally an introvert by nature. So, um, I, I need, sometimes I need to be by myself and, um, and that's really how I can reinvigorate myself, you know, is I just, I need, um, I need my thoughts to not be like, I need to sit somewhere. Like I don't, I don't do well just to sit and watch TV and, and that I, I enjoy that at times, but like to truly rest or give myself the downtime, I need time with my thoughts you know, and, and I can tell when I get very, um, cranky and easily agitated or like short with people, it's usually because I, I don't have the bandwidth anymore to, to handle. And it's not anything that they've necessarily done. It's just that I wasn't taking the time to rest or or pull myself away from some of those things. Well, and I think, yeah, I think you're hitting on this whole, like, Okay. All right, fine. We get it. We know we need to rest in order to have longevity in our careers and our lives. But how do you know when you need that break? Right. Right. Um, and you know, one of the things you just hit on is that you get crabby or cranky. And I have to tell you something funny is that I think bonking is very much a term that applies, can apply to work as well and parenting, all kinds of things as well as sports. And so for those of you who aren't familiar with what a bonk is, it's that like image of you're running a marathon, right? Or you're running a 5k, you're running a race, going along just great. And all of a sudden you are walking. You can barely put one foot in front of the other. Your energy has hit a wall. You are just like from one minute to the next, you have, you have hit the wall. That's the bonk in my opinion, right? That's how I talk about a bonk. And you just sort of explained, or, or one thing that Tim had told me years ago when we were training is he always knew when I was about to bonk, cause I would get bitchy. And I, I, and I'm never bitchy. I'm like a super happy, positive person riding along going, look at how pretty it is out. And then all of a sudden I'd be like crabby and bitchy. And he'd be like, holy crap, give her a power bar stat. Like she needs, she needs something. So so funny. you just mentioned like you have at least the inner barometer to see that you're being crabby with the people you love who normally wouldn't set you off. And that's a sign that it's not them. It's you and it's time and you got to go carve out some alone time. So I think that's a really good indicator of when you need to schedule some breaks or rest time in is when you get crabby with other people. 
Well, and I think if you're opposite, let's say you're an extrovert and you've been alone too much, then you need more time with people, you know? And it's funny because I'll do the same thing. I know this episode isn't about introverts and extroverts, but it is a very interesting thing to um, address because so even as an introvert, if I am by myself too long, sometimes I just need to go where people are. I don't necessarily need to talk to them. I just want to go and sit and be like a part of what's happening there and absorb it and feel like it's just a very funny thing, you know, and this comes with age, right? You learn about, you know, when I was 18, I was like, why do I feel this way? But, you know, now I'm like, oh, cool. It's nothing that's wrong with me. It's, you know, this is just how I, here's the symptom. Here's how I'm feeling. And now I need to go get this part of my cup filled. And um, if you're an extrovert, a lot of times it's, you need to be with other people, you know, if you're by yourself too much, you need to make sure you're getting out there. So I think it's, I, you know, part of this, um, resting is it's so individual. You have to know yourself. What are your signs? What are your triggers? It's really paying attention, um, to yourself. And then also, you know, in your business, in your career, in your work, um, there is a thing called burnout, you know, when you are work, so it's a bonk, you know, unfortunately a power bar will not, uh, fix it. Um, but sometimes, you know, people, again, it's a very individual kind of thing. So some people have long stretches of creativity, or it's kind of like the difference between like sprint athletes and, and long endurance or endurance athletes. Right. So you can run for however long, you know, 26 miles at a time, you know, but some people can't do that. And so, and their body wasn't made that way. And I think that applies to our mind too. Some people's minds are made to be long. You know, you can do this, you can work hard, you can be creative, you can produce, produce, produce for massive amounts of time, and then you need to rest. But others, it's short bursts of creativity, um, short bursts of work. So it's, it's, it's that. It's knowing, I think so much of it is knowing who you are and then how to build your plan for rest based on that. You know, I love this because you're hitting on the social sides when you talk about like knowing your introvert, extrovert nature, which by the way, we're going to do an episode on because that is awesome. And it's very intriguing to everybody. (laughs) And then there's also this like mental acuity side where you're like, how sharp am I being, you know? And when you start to lose that, I have been accused of not being able to sit in a meeting for more than one hour. And that is extremely accurate. Um, I can't, I cannot do it. But I also think that part of knowing yourself in this process is putting together both the, the heart, the spirit, the mind, and also the physical. And that when you do start when your body and mind start to need a break and need some rest, you can feel it physically a lot of the time. And it can be, it can be digestive. It can just be like, you're restless. You can feel exhausted, you know, all of those things. So I think when all those things happen, you have truly hit burnout. You're not just bonking. And right. uh, it might, it, 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 you may have crossed the line between maybe being a slight bit too late, but it's never too late. You can always refill your cup and get yourself yeah. back. So, yeah, so, I mean, how, well, how, I wanna, yeah, go oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. 
I was going to say, like, if we were to give people some thoughts on when they finally decide it is time for the break, how do they do it? Well, I was going to mention the fact that um, we um, we so I don't like to go on vacation. Let me just say that. Like, I don't I feel like I want to especially as an entrepreneur and an owner of multiple companies. I feel like if I ever stop working, things will crash. Um, however, and I'm sure a number of you listening have felt this before, right? Like you're like, oh, it's amazing. I can't wait to go on vacation. I have this vacation scheduled and I put my out of office alert on and I get all my stuff done and then I leave and then I come back and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, why would I go away for three days, five days a week, whatever that is. Um, and it's so painful to get back. You have like 25,000 emails to catch up on and this project, and you just feel very, um, discombobulated. Um, so it's easy. To, it's like, Oh, I'll just avoid that. Or I won't, you know, uh, take those breaks, but I think those are so important. And in fact, you need to schedule them in because, um, what you do get when you, when you break away is a refreshed spirit, right? So you have to not, I think you have to understand that when you do take a break, when you step away from your work, your life, your, whatever it is, you get a chance to stop focusing on all the things that you normally focus on. Like we went to, we just um, put on the race in Bermuda. So we were, I flew to Bermuda. I'm not complaining about this at all. Let me be very clear. I got to go work in Bermuda, you know, I'm still running the businesses. We're putting on an event. Um, and there was something very special. Like I was still working there, but being out of my environment, clearing, you know, I didn't have the three piles of laundry that needed to get done. I didn't have the six projects that were still in process that every time I walked past them, I knew I was behind. Like I didn't have that. And there was a rest, a relaxation that came from that where I got a mental break. And then I was able to get back in uh, when I returned and did I pick up exactly where I left off? I didn't, but it was also okay because I forgot all the things I had to do. And then all those important things I really have to get done. Those all came back. I, I knew when I came here, I left myself reminders of what needed to get done, but I just think it's important to change your location. At times you don't have to go to Bermuda, obviously, but you can go to a coffee shop. You can go to, you know, um, a restaurant and have brunch. You can do whatever, but, you know, change your environment. Um, and that helps change your mindset, I think as well. I, I love that. And I think you can change your environment in a staycation type of situation as well. So yeah, you don't have to jump on a plane and go to the tropics, though that is truly amazing. And I will say makes re-entry slightly harder. Um, <laughs> but I also think visiting with people who know nothing about the things that are racking your brain can be really refreshing. It, yes. it can stop that brain thought cycle that keeps wheeling around that says, oh, I'm going to have to do this. Oh, this person annoyed me. You know, all this stuff about work that makes you realize you need to take in the first, take a break in the first place from, you know, that can be truly sort of put to the wayside when you just turn your attention to somebody else in their world. How great is that? And you give them your full right. attention 
and it, it, it can, you can stop obsessing for a little bit and be there for other people. And sometimes that I just feel so good to give back to other people at that, that time, you know, just to listen to them. I totally agree. And it always surprises me because I'll be like annoyed that I've got to like, you know, talk to somebody else about something else that could be happening. And then I'm like, oh, that was the best. I'm so glad I did that. You know, you know, and the other thing, because I know a lot of you listening are, um, love to work out our athletes who run, whatever that is. I feel like that is such a great way to take a break as well. Um, because you know, not that you want to overtrain your body or anything like that, but, um, you know, sometimes focusing on your breathing, focusing on whether it's yoga, whether it's your running, you know, fast and you, you can't, you elevate your body, um, to a different place where your mind can't focus on all the things that's worrying it at the time. Um, and you have to focus instead on your body and release all those endorphins and serotonin that come with a, a workout, you know? So I think that's another great way to build in ongoing, you know, rest, um, and even stress relief in that way. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, if these big breaks are truly important, the bigger breaks we're talking about, but the small breaks you're just mentioning are what we need to build into our daily routines. You need to take a break every day. You need to take breaks and they're going to look different maybe based on the amount of time you have the access to different things or people, but giving yourself those breaks is critical. I agree. Yeah, I agree completely. I really do. And it's, and it's, you know, it's easy to think, okay, I'm going to plan out my day and this is, I have to do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I'm a driver by nature, meaning I drive, 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 drive towards the results. Like you talk about, oh, I can barely sit in a meeting for an hour. I'm like, oh my God, is this meeting over? Can we keep meeting? Can we have another meeting? You know, I love, for me, I love results. I love, um, you know, that continued um, focus on, on work and conversation and things like that. But um, it is so important to, to make sure that you're resting. Like you wouldn't, let's think about it from a hydration perspective, right? So let's say you're running a marathon. Would you only drink my, like, okay, you get a quart of water at mile 13 and a quart of mile or quart of water at mile 26. That's it. You don't drink in between. Like that doesn't make any sense. Right. I mean, that's, and it's easy to think about that because you're fueling your body, but how are you fueling your mind and your spirit? Like you're absolutely right. Every day you've got to build in those little breaks. Cause otherwise then by the time you hit burnout, you know, or massive dehydration and you're falling, you've collapsed on the course, you know, you don't want that. And, and so, um, yeah, I really think it is, it's key to, um, rest daily, but that doesn't mean it has to be, you know, you don't take a nap every day, but well, let's like, do your mind. Let's do a, a speed round to end the episode here, which is what are you, what we're each doing today to take our breaks and give ourselves that little rest and recovery. Do you want to start? No, you go first. Well, mine's pretty easy and actually kind of a celebration. If you can make your rest a celebration, I think that's cool. I am 12 weeks out in my spinal fusion recovery. 
That's three months. Do the math. Boom. I have been released to add a new activity. So today my work is I've got various recording sessions planned. This one, I've got a recording session this afternoon. So I am taking a break to go on a day date with my husband. We are going to put skins on our skis so that we can do some uphill skiing, which I haven't done since last year. And I am dying to do because my only activity has been walking. So my break today is getting out, enjoying nature and having a connection with my husband. When I sit back down in front of Zoom and do my next recording session, I will be refreshed. That is fantastic. Well, I'm sort of coming off of my my uh, break. I just um, had a group of my best girlfriends come into town. Actually, we played rugby together in college. Um, and so they all came into town and I really focused on kind of breaking away, even though I was still at my house, which is my office, um, really focused um, with them on on doing different things, you know, being present with them and, um, kind of filling my, my cup up there. So I'm actually, uh, reorganizing everything more today. I'm more in that. Oh my gosh. What was I thinking stage today? You're going to, you're in re-entry and it's a little raw. I, I am, but you know what? I, um, I was very, as I, we actually just had a new release of, um, a new print today uh, the bliss print or our bliss collection. Um, and you know, normally I like to have every single thing done and I'm ready and we're all, you know, it's all tied up with a bow and all that. So I tried to have a lot of grace with myself in that I needed this break and, um, you know, it was okay if only half of it were done and then I could kind of catch up on the rest this morning and, and that kind of a thing. So I just tried to be very kind to myself. Um, to honor the fact that I did need that, that downtime, um, before. So that's, that's me. I want to hear from you. If you're listening, what do you do for your downtime, your breaks? How do you know when it's time to, uh, to step away, you know, for a second, uh, a second, an hour, a weekend, a week, um, how do you know it's time? Um, and what are your strategies to, you know, take on downtime. Thanks for listening. Bring it, it on to today. I don't know why, but I feel like I need to close it with over and out, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>